0: following is a message from Living Waters Church in Elk River, Minnesota. For more information, visit livingwatersmn.org. Amen. Thank you again for such a warm welcome. Every time I come to my home church in America, I feel the love. So thank you for that. We've known each other a long time. Some of us have been growing older together. When I turned up here, was platinum blonde. Now I'm silver gray. But never mind, there is, still a, there is still a God in heaven that loves me and he loves you. Praise God. Well, we're getting ready to land the plane tonight as we wrap up our time together Revival and the coming Reformation. We've worked through a lot of stuff over the weekend, and it's really only a seeding of the message as we develop in the revelatory thrust of the message. It's so interesting, we can be religious doing church, or we can be cutting edge Holy Spirit, and which one I prefer. And we've been On a journey of hearing truths, there really is something on the heart and mind of God in this season of radical change, so we are being prepared for what is to come. It's not so we can just simply deliver a new anointing to the world. It's everything to do with our sonship, ultimately, our daughterhood, ultimately, We can't be any more sons and daughters than we already are, but the Lord loves to upgrade our relationship with Him. He loves to renew our mind so grace goes deep, 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 like a river. So we have worked through a thing or two during the pandemic. We have unpacked some foundational truths Friday through tonight. So it's so appropriate that we finish with a brief 30-minute message on the prophetic, because this is a prophetic church. You embrace the prophetic from the get-go. The leaders at Living Waters not only wanted personal prophecy to flow into the congregation, the leaders decided we need prophetic foundations as well as the gifting. That's why this is a major prophetic lighthouse in Minnesota. The foundation is there, the manifest, manifestation is there. So, in many ways, tonight's message focuses on our prophetic development. With a A lot of opportunities to suffer uh, during the pandemic. Life continued through the pandemic. Really, in many ways, when we go through a time of suffering, the Lord does the deeper work in us because there is no human resistance. A broken and contrite heart, the the Lord will not despise. So our prophetic development is not so we can prophesy better. It's always good to prophesy, keep up the good work. Our prophetic development is something greater than, bigger than our present understanding. In Staten Island, there's a statue, the Statue of Liberty, In so many ways, the prophetic unction is like a statue of liberty in local churches and in the body of Christ because the statue of liberty can bring people to great freedom in Christ Jesus. But with the statue of liberty, there is a statue of responsibility. I'm so conscious in my own life of the responsibility I have. In the prophetic, God in his wisdom has given me a profile in many nations across the world. When the lockdown happened and the pandemic broke out, all these high and lofty leaders were phoning me saying, Alan, Alan, what's going on? What's the Lord revealing to you? I was saying, Well, not a lot. <laughs> you know, what's this got to do with me? <laughs> I just sipped a coffee and watched the dreadful news updates, (laughs) watching empty city centers all over the world. But we do have a prophetic responsibility. That's why we have gone through cycles of development. It's interesting that the Word of God doesn't give us a template how to grow in our giftedness, If you can find a template in the New Testament, how to prophesy better, how to pastor better, teach better, let me know. (laughs) Now, the New Testament's more focused on growing in Christ Jesus. Growing in Christ Jesus. A prophetic development reflects that. We're going to look briefly at some maturity scriptures Tonight, this is what's going on in our lives when the lights go out and we are suffering. This is what's going on in our lives when we don't know how to move forward, but we acknowledge that only God has the wisdom to move us forward. And this is what's going on in our lives when the Lord suddenly takes us into a cycle of unlearning truths that have been the bedrock of our faith and ministry. For any given number of years. Colossians 1, verse 9. Colossians 1, verse 9. A simple prayer that the Apostle Paul prayed for the church in Colossae that they would be filled with the knowledge of his will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding. Now, that's a good prayer. For all prophetic people to be filled with the knowledge of God's will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding. That's what's been deepening in our prophetic perspectives over the last two years or so. What a privilege that all that's going into our spirits. We're not even reading our Bible or praying in tongues. There's not even a token chundari 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 just to keep God on side. <laughs> no, he works in ways that are mysterious to the human mind, but utterly understandable to our spirits. Another really good quality. Maturity scripture is Hebrews 9:14 and the power of the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. Who through the eternal spirit offered himself without blemish to God. Cleanse your conscience from dead works to serve the living God. So we have revelatory prayer. In Colossae we have the power of the blood of Jesus working in us. That we can legitimately serve the living God. The Word of God is eternal. Many think it's a dry and old, dusty book. I think at one time we all probably thought something along those lines. It's spiritual dynamite. It's like taking a keg of dynamite and damaging the kingdom of darkness every time we read the Word of God and speak the Word of God. The Holy Spirit takes even the Scriptures We speak with our lips and does something. Big picture, he continues to make the cosmos that we live in godly, a godly atmosphere over Elk River, Minnesota, the USA, and beyond. We can even send the word of God to people in need in other nations. Recently, I've become a little bit involved in something very dynamic going on in Kenya, of all places and praying the Word of God in their direction, well, you feel that a sense of engaging, a sense of partnership. That's why we need to be men and women filled with revelation, men and women that know the power of the blood of Jesus. But Psalm 92, verse 12 to 14, is in many ways our epitaph written in advance. This is what I want whoever officiates at my funeral to say. Not so I look good in the eyes of the mourners, but so God looks good in the eyes of the mourners. Very quickly, Psalm 92, 12 to 14. The righteous man will flourish like a palm tree. He will grow like a cedar in Lebanon, planted in the house of of the Lord. They will flourish in the courts of our God. They will still yield fruit in old age. Yabaaba yeah. yeah. Amen. They shall be full of sap and very green to declare that the Lord is upright. He is my rock. And there is no unrighteousness in him. Now, that's a good funeral message. Goodness. You have people jumping up and running around the church. So happy to be in that profile. So happy to be in that template. So, this is a house that has always embraced the prophetic. I came here as a very young prophet I know what some of you are thinking, and now you're a very old prophet. Well, I couldn't really argue with that perspective. But the Lord doesn't pay too much attention to the age of our vessels. He's more keen in the work he's doing in our vessels. If we were to say to the Lord, I'm getting old, he would say, really? Really? I'm renewing the inner man in your spirit, of your spirit, day by day. He never agrees with us when we pray in carnality. Some of you may have noticed that over the years. He just goes silent. He's the strong, silent type when we talk about our carnality. Oh, Lord, I'm so awful. Really? (laughs) Oh, Lord, I should love more, pray more, read the Word of God more radio silence. (laughs) But when we start speaking the Word of God, then we discover that God is voice sensitive. Then He starts to agree with us when we get out of our soulish Christianity and into our spiritual Christianity. We're going to look very briefly in a few areas. Of maturity in the prophetic. This is what the Lord has been doing in all of us during lockdown and those nice, cheeky little sufferings that come into our life whether we want them to or not. Seven basic hallmarks of maturity. For I believe that the prophetic river in living waters and in other fellowships is going to change because the vessels have gone forward. Into deeper maturity. <coughs> Mature prophetic ministry or prophetic perspectives will carry sound wisdom and knowledge. Sound wisdom and knowledge. It will permeate out of every pore, sound wisdom and knowledge. We must broaden our perspectives and not just see the prophetic as personal prophecy time. I believe there will always be a place for personal prophecy. No, I'm looking at you and I as prophetic people more than even the words we say. The prophetic depth and wisdom and knowledge we move in is way more important than the prophetic words we bring because it's out of that place we will be impacting as ministers of the gospel to a corrupt and perverse generation. But part of our prophetic maturity is that when we speak, people will hear the authority of God in our voice. Even when we're in coffee shops or Walmart or talking to family members who don't know Jesus. They will hear in our everyday language the voice of God. Every man, every woman going on this new prophetic journey. Another hallmark of prophetic maturity is good practice. That can include how the local church organizes the prophetic flow and facilitates the prophetic flow. But And also how we practice as a prophetic people. The act that Bob led us into a few minutes ago of shouting to the Lord was incredibly prophetic. That was a prophetic act, a good practice. And of course, some of the basics never really change. I believe we're more humble than we were before the pandemic. Isn't it amazing how suffering grows humility very quickly? But we also need to keep at the front of our mind that we require accountable, teachable behavior. It's vital that we don't become a little prophetic machine doing our own thing. We're always accountable to the words we give. We are called to be teachable. Listen To all the brethren, the youngest, to the oldest, always seek the Word of God. I've so enjoyed the ministry of Luke Anderson over the weekend. He says, come here and brought the Word of the Lord. What an opportunity to learn. What an opportunity to grow. And of course, we're always growing in Christ-like characteristics. We don't see it, but everybody else does. If I've learned anything over the 25 years of being an active prophet worldwide, the key to longevity, and it's not just in the prophetic, it applies across the board, even into our professions. If some of you have been graced with a great artistic gift, it especially applies there. It's simply to maintain our innocence something about innocence of spirit that links powerfully to longevity in prophetic ministry, something powerful about our innocence. How does it get there? I'm not entirely sure. I think the Lord has probably been preparing us in that before there is a move forward But other people see that innocence in us, especially when we grow a profile or when we're impacting many lives with the prophetic we carry. I've noticed over the years that it applies to other contexts. I know a Scottish worship leader, Alan McKinley, who began a few years back in Scotland, I was speaking at a church. That I, I, I was speaking at a church in Glasgow, and he was leading the worship. After the service, I went over to speak to him and his wife. The two of them were very innocent. Now, the impact on his, the impact of his ministry on me that night was absolutely huge. Yet, I became aware of the fact he couldn't see any of it. He's now a high-level worship leader in California and living in the blessing of God. It's a lack of innocence that leads people into pride. And of course, God opposes the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. What do you do if your biggest problem in your life is God? He's opposing you because you're proud. Oh my goodness me, that isn't so good. Even the piano player in the corner stopped playing there and looked over at me. But seriously, maintain innocence. You and I are trained and equipped in the Holy Spirit to maintain our innocence. We can pray every day, Lord, make much of yourself in my life. Make much of yourself in my life. That's a signpost that we are moving in the right direction. Studying the values of the Holy Spirit is so important as prophetic people because when we understand the values of the Holy Spirit, we can ask the Holy Spirit to grow those values in us. Our free money is a fruit of the Holy Spirit. If we pray, Holy Spirit, birth the gift of patience in me or tenderness or joy of faith in me then it's his turn to say yabba dabba do it's what he does kind knock knock that's what i'm here for the holy spirit would say but if you do deeper studies and see his incredible values over this weekend one of the names of the Holy Spirit has come to the fore in my teaching time and time again, and it's simply one of His names is the Good Spirit. To do good things in our life, in the here and now, I'm depending on the Holy Spirit to do good things here tonight, in the here and now. And of course, He's working on a massive scale in the realm of spiritual engineering To ensure, to ensure that all things work together for good in our lives. Prophecy in this new season will be more measured. It will be more clearly articulated. I believe the anointing will grow significantly on God's prophetic church. And the language will all often be crafted. A lot of the time you don't have to give a word to someone if you're beginning to hear the voice of God on their behalf. Unless it's a crisis situation or an open mic, go home and think about that. Have a measured approach to the church member or church leader. You believe God is speaking to you for And then articulate it clearly in your own mind. And know that you will bring an anointed and crafted message to that man or woman of God. In some ways, and listen to me carefully, I don't want anyone to misunderstand what I'm about to say, otherwise the piano player will start playing again. (laughs) And what we're doing when we go in that direction is we're actually entering into a space where we're doing the exact same thing as the men who wrote the Scriptures. Now, let me hold that thought in the air. I'm not saying what you get will be the same standard as the written Word of God. Everybody breathe out. (sighs) I'm relieved you said that, Alan. I know what you're thinking. The men who wrote this book were engaging in a spiritual discipline, recording words from God that unbeknown to them were going to be the word of God. Literal canon of scripture. See, being a prophetic person is amazing. There's way more to it than meets the eye. Of course, as we grow and develop as a prophetic community our commitment to our own development in the Spirit intensifies. I've come to believe as a primary activity in my own life, I must know how to minister to my own spirit. And you know what? Over the years, I've got it wrong more than I've got it right. I've tried to minister the Word of God out loud to my spirit when he's been exhausted and wondered why I felt Terrible afterwards. I've learned in those times. That's a time to engage with the spirit. And whisper. The gentle scriptures of God. Whisper. About the love of God. The position of my spirit. In heavenly realms. Praise God it's never a formula. But if you and I know how to. Maintain our spirit. Educate our spirit. Rest our spirit. If we have a broad understanding of what grows, our spirit, our lives will always be moving in the correct direction. It's also vital as a prophetic people that we can define and articulate the process that the Holy Spirit is using to train and develop both gift and character in our daily life, both gift and character, the process. I think you'd really have to know someone quite well to ask that question. I'm not going to ask you right now to sit, turn to the person to your right and left and say, How's your character developing in this season? <laughs> but you're in a process right now. I'm in a process. Where is a prophetic gift going in that process? More importantly, what Christ-like character is growing in the process? That takes a bit of thinking about. Definitely worth a coffee with one of your closest spiritual friends so you can attempt to define and articulate what the Holy Spirit is doing in your present process. The final principle... Another very important one is we apply the principles of revelation, interpretation, and application in a consistent and responsible manner. We're called to be very responsible in our prophetic delivery, our understanding, and generally how we carry ourselves as we grow in prophetic wisdom and stature, So we graduate from the army of the Lord into the officer class in the army of the Lord. And both levels are absolutely fine in God's economy. As always, the greatest amongst us will remain the least. And the least amongst us will be the greatest. But you're not going to see a lieutenant colonel in the army walking through the army barracks with earbuds in his head listening to the Rolling Stones from his iPhone, and power-punching people as they walk by, waving. Now, he will carry himself with a certain decorum according to his rank and privilege. We have a rank in the army of the Lord, and we have massive privileges, which we gracefully receive, but at the same time, understand the need for responsibility. We should only minister and be prophetic in a place where we are trustworthy and respected. See, that's a byproduct of being a prophetic voice of responsibility. We are trusted and respected. Twin pillars of relationship in any context, being trusted and being respected. Think of the people you admire most in your life. Well, I can guarantee you this. You trust them, and you respect them. They've earned that in your estimation. You've seen consistency of character, even in dark seasons, in the lives. So, as we bring this brief message to an end... A primary activity we can engage in, even if only for five or six minutes at a time, is knowing we can enter the throne room of grace. We can enter through the blood of the Lamb, where we can get help in a time of need. But entering the throne room on that basis gives us an opportunity to pray and listen. Learn to train yourself in the silences of God. Go before the Lord and be silent in spirit and rejoice that the Lord is also responding to you by being silent. And in that unique interaction between heaven and earth, you will build prophetic longevity. We're in a season now where the old prophetic movement has gone. I was part of that for lots of years. The Lord has taken the vehicle that delivered the anointing and truths of the prophetic movement around the world off the road, grounded for all time. Now the prophetic grace is in the church worldwide that churches can disciple other churches who want to move into the prophetic. Over the pandemic, I watched many of my peers, and a little bit before the pandemic, pass away or retire or just simply become a pastor. When all else fails, when you are a prophet and the decades are catching up with you, become a pastor. Or a hospital chaplain. I've survived, and I'm grateful to the Lord. The pandemic in Scotland was very dark because of the long, extended lockdowns in the house. I've enjoyed not being at home now for over three weeks because my lounge had really gotten to me, way deep in my psyche. It's kind of—I feel like I'm a prisoner on the run at the moment. <laughs> And I re-enter my home environment on Wednesday. So, this weekend, you haven't been hosting a prophet. You've been hosting a fugitive. (laughs) The photo of me on the screen was not announcing a conference. It was FBI's most wanted. Anyway, you've not said anything. I've not said anything. So, we'll move into a time of prophetic utterance. And we will believe the Lord to help us. Thank you for listening to this week's message. To learn more about us, please visit livingwatersmn.org.